Sonia and Sasha, for real. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to Brimbank Live and Live FM. We've got the Sonia and Sasha for real show Friday. We're back, Sash. How's your we week been? It's been so interesting this week, hasn't it? Well, I mean, if you're not talking Biden and Trump, what else are you yes. talking about? Uh, you, you know, like it is just like flooding the media with all of that stuff. And then we've got our own stuff going on in our own state. I mean, we've been allowed out. <laughs> We're out. I actually went and got an ice cream at about 10.35 last night. That's the most I've been out in months past that time. Did it feel naughty? A little bit. I did actually feel a little bit naughty. Like yeah. I was going to go for a bit of a drive, but I didn't because I stayed within my little 5Ks when I got that <laughs> ice cream like a good little girl and came home and ate it like a good little girl. That's what I did. But today we've got a very cool show. I'm I know. Really, uh, this, is, this is like one of our like nearest and dearest kind of shows because this is like a powerhouse women's show. It's all yes. about making sure that we value all these powerful women that are in our lives. It is absolutely, um, we are jam-packed full of chicks. It's a chicks-only show today. Who's mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. our like uh, tech dude? He's the only man in the house. He's honorary oh. chick today. He's honorary chief. Well, who have we got, Sonia? We have got first one. We've got Judy. Mm-hmm. Judy, Judy, she's talk about powerhouse. Oh, talk about powerhouse. powerhouse. I think the power, power shoulder pad. The, sho- yeah. the power shoulder pad was invented for Judy. I think, don't you reckon? She's a she, no nonsense. She's got no, no shoulders on today. She's exposing <laughs> her shoulders. Like I'm telling you, for people that are watch this on their clip, they're going to watch her and go, "She is hot." Yeah, she's a hottie, that's for sure. But she's a very brilliant woman. She has her own company called Crowd Media Mm -hmm. and she's doing huge things. We're going to hear all about uh, beautiful Judy today. And then we've... Then we've got Laurie, the legend. Oh, I tell you now, there is one thing that I'm hardcore following on social media, yes. and that is inappropriate gifts company. Yes. Ooh, I have never laughed so much at the stuff that you out there. If it's inappropriate, she goes She's to on the it. next level. Like even She's on further it. than the next. I mean, we are inappropriate, but she goes to the next level, and that's why we get to talk to her. Like, yeah, and she's like funny. She's so funny. Like we jammed with her straight away. And every time I look through memes, which you know I'm a bit addicted to every day, and I see something that's completely inappropriate, she's the first person I think of. And I send it to her all the time. I, know, so. I, I love that too. <laughs> and she's making, um, she's just made this amazing business out of funny, making people laugh. And, you know, all kinds of people, celebrities are holding up her products and rocking around with her products. So that's so cool. We're even talk with, us, Sonia, even Loz. us, she's thought enough of us to think that I know. Half a bit of a celebrity to even I know. Show on I know. Page. It's so cool. And then we've and got. Then, oh, then we're Deb. Deb. Immediately when we said we need a teacher. We do. We need a teacher for year twelves. Then we thought immediately of Deb. Both of us at the same time. At and we've worked with thousands time. of teachers. Yes, so we she do. was the first person and who that's came to her mind. Really, we want to say thank you to all the teachers and all the incredible work that they've done. Like these. You know, I don't, look, I'm not going to give you the stats, but I know that there are a lot of female teachers out there. And not only that, they're raising their kids at the same time at home while teaching. So Which that makes sense. Of, oh, that's what we're doing. That's what we're we doing. doing. That's exactly what we're doing. But let's One just say, to go. firstly, I need to ask you, mm. the fact that we have been allowed out, two things we've got this week. We've had a bit of a yeah. gift this week. The fact that we're allowed out past 9 o'clock and the fact that parks are open, this is almost saying that now this lockdown is starting to end. How do you yeah. feel about this? Well, I haven't done any of those things. I haven't been out past nine o'clock and I haven't I haven't done anything. I haven't been to a park. I've done nothing. You haven't been I to think, a park. You haven't been to no, a park. No, I haven't. Oh, Kate, what what no. are you doing in your 
life if you haven't been to a bar then? I've I've become like um, of Stockholm syndrome. I'm at home. I'm so inside. I haven't moved. And it's so interesting because you and I were talking about this during the week. And it, I've just found this thing on um, online last night and it explains exactly how you and I were chatting about this and how maybe some people are feeling out there. Let me read it to you. Um, is anyone else feeling energetically depleted? It's like 2020 robbed us of our opportunities to travel and party and explore, but also our capacity for social interaction. We've nothing to do, but also no desire to respond to texts, open emails, go for catch-up walks or organise video calls anymore. We're just stuck, stuck in a cycle of grey-hued waiting. And I was like, oh, that kind of... You get used to it. You always said to me that um, what is it? Isolation, isolation breeds isolation, and Absolutely. I think I'm in the vibe of isolation. I need to be slapped out of it. Someone needs to come into my house and slap me out of it and say, "Go, well, get out what, of here, Sonia." Do you feel like start, that a bit? Well, at the start, I was like going to the supermarket four or five times a week. I'm doing one weekly shopping. Yeah. I'm spending yeah. less because I couldn't care less about cooking up some like brilliant, <laughs> you know, dish. with soda no, water no. in the pasta juice. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I've got my, as long as I've got my soda water, that's all that matters, right? So mm. I'm not actually doing anything. And all I've been meaning to do is every day I've been meaning to go buy some specific kind of chicken down the road from my house. Do you think I've left the house to go get it? No, no every day see? I go, today I'm going to go get that chicken from not even 500 metres down the road. That's how far my butcher is from me. Yeah. And I can't even be bothered doing that. Like I'm a motivational yeah. speaker with no motivation. <laughs> like who has that? You know, I mean, I'm motivated to work, but like actually let, like if I can do it within my house, I'm okay. But if you actually expect me to leave my house and do something, I'm a little bit, you know, and I'm I actually know. worried. I'm really worried. Like what happens when you want me to go out? What am I going to wear? I mean, I'm actually going to have to go into my cupboard because I've been just recycling stuff on a daily basis of what I'm wearing. Five outfits, yeah? Yes. Well, not well, even five. Yeah, not even I mean, five. It's it's a couple of part. different pair of leggings and a couple of different tops. And every time I'm doing a new thing, I try and put on a new job just to make it look like I'm a little bit more exciting. <laughs> Because people might go, she's wearing the same clothes every day. Yes, I am wearing the same clothes every day. Yeah. I think we need to normalise two things. Number one is uh, wearing stretchy pants at the bottom wherever we go. It doesn't matter after this thing's finished. That's a necessity. And the other thing is that don't judge don't, the back of my hair because I don't have to do the back of my hair when I'm doing um, Zooms. So please don't ever look at the back of my hair because it won't ever be done because I don't have to do it anymore I love it it's just you work the front out go on so your you zoom just, and then you're just you're just brushing this little part here. I'm just doing the front part because that's how lazy I've become I don't even need, I don't even need it behind there's a mess there's there's quite possibly some kind of family living in the back of my hair I'm not sure it's like you know when the, have you seen those clips where you know the people that have got dreadlocks and then they all of a sudden all these spiders come out is that what's going to happen to your no, hair no no spiders, no oh, that's spiders. That's my worst okay. nightmare in the world. But we've got all these powerhouse women. And so yep. it, it is a really difficult thing to be able to think how we're, even as women, okay, we've got some stuff going against us sometimes. I mean, I don't want to get all political here, but it is, it's a tough <laughs> job. It is a tough job for us. It's a tough women. job to be a woman, it is, yeah. a, it is a tough job because I'm like working, cleaning, cooking, doing everything, you know. I mean, mm. not to say, um, look, I'm not bagging men out there. Don't go me as a man hater because I'm not. <laughs> Roll my eyes here. No, I'm not. I'm not. I do love men. I do no, think not. they're good. I've given birth to two, so I've got to you keep have. loving them. Yes, so you do, do you know what I mean? Yes, um, and Yes, absolutely. So, but I need to ask you, did yes. you watch that um, debate? I did watch the debate. I did. What did you think? <laughs> I thought it was, ah, oh, it was too old men arguing in a nursing home. It was just 
Well, they wouldn't be in a nursing home because they'd be socially distancing apart in their own rooms. So they wouldn't <laughs> actually see too many in a nursing home. They wouldn't actually, like people in nursing homes can't actually physically see another person. Well, I've actually been following a little bit about uh, a little bit of Joe Biden because I can't stand Trump. I'll, so there you go, I said it, and uh, I've, my, I found myself sitting on the edge of my seat, hoping that he wouldn't wander off into some sort of geriatric, geriatric kind of you know Neverland. Like sometimes he has. He's gone. He's done his speeches he's done. and he's just wandered <laughs> off to the left. <laughs> so I was kind of going, "Come on, Joe, keep it together. Come on, Joe." And he really did. And I, interestingly, oh, I think and, just and, and we give him a round of applause. Like he got to keep it together for a whole ninety minutes, and that's the guy. That we're going to run the free world, right? Yeah. Look, I'm yeah. not. A, I'm not. A, I'm. I'm definitely not a um, Trump supporter at all. But what mm. I was when I was watching that, I was actually thinking to myself, how can we possibly? Like, if you think about, like, you know, we work in schools all the time, and being part of the debate team is quite an elite team to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And they give them strict rules and guidelines on what they need to do. And we also give people when they go off into a meeting how you need to behave, how you need to speak to people when you're actually having a um, discrepancy with somebody in within a meeting, how you actually act. And mm. then we actually put these people out on the screen and they are not following any of those rules. Yep. So it really then goes about, you kind of almost want to say to them, listen, I'm going to take you back to year 10. I'm going to take you back to year 10. You're going to join <laughs> the debate team. And the debate team kids are actually going to teach you how to actually debate. Because mm. when you're actually asking them a question, it comes out, you never actually even find out the answer. So mm. it's like you go in there with, um, you know, a, a, stick, a whole lot of different things that you want to say and it doesn't actually matter, the, matter, the moderator, on what those questions are because they don't actually answer them anyway. What do you mean? Oh, shut up, man. That's not an answer. That's not, well, an answer to, that's not a response to policy. Well, what are you like, talking about? Yeah, like, you know, what do you think about climate change? If I said to you, what do you think about climate change? Even if you and I disagreed on something, you would actually still give me your opinion or mm. tell me someone that supports you on this or tell me what you paid in an income tax. Not that I would mm. actually know that and be able to give you that figure right off the top of my head now, but I'd certainly be able to give you in a roundabout way that it was much more than $750. Let me tell you that. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit more. You know? I love the, you know what I'm really loving? Because what are you loving? really, at the end of the day, who the hell, either oh. of them, it's not much good. Probably, I think there's a bit of a conspiracy theory going around that Biden will get in and then he'll have some kind of, you know, dementia attack and then Kamala will take over. So let's see what Kamala's doing next week when they have the um, vice president de- well, vice presidential debate. Um, but I'm loving the memes. I'm loving the memes because oh. the internet is just unbeatable when you get these two... <laughs> people together there's lots of Simpsons references where the grandpas are arguing with each other there's lots of um, people have changed their faces to the um, Snapchat they're, they're changing all of these Loving different it. filters brilliant yes they are so good you've got to look at the humor part of it don't you aside for the fact oh because there's some so many we could unpack that for the whole show but we won't question before we go to the break because yep. we're doing powerful women today who's your favorite powerful woman in the world oh favorite okay i'm gonna give you a couple of names okay you tell me if you can even if you can actually even give me the last name okay i'm gonna give you names right firstly tina tina who's tina tina Tina. dolly pardon right come on make it harder okay lindy lindy chamberlain oh lindy look after what she has been through that chick is just yeah. Like a, uh, she is just absolutely full of forgiveness. Like she still believes in the Australian justice system and, mm. um, you know, like she's just has some 
and very, very forgiving. And so I have been watching her and following her and, and really learning lots about forgiveness. I'm a very forgiving person, but she takes it to the next level. My she last does. one, okay, mm. this woman has been to hell and back. I'm going to go Monica. Lewinsky. Oh, have you been following her and all the things that she's been doing? She She's a powerhouse of someone that can pick herself up after being put down in every way possible for mm. being a woman. Yeah, totally agree. And still and still is prepared to show up and be out there. Oh, I absolutely love it. So we've got tell me, hang got on, some, what have you got any? Who have you got? Oh, well, I'll tell you mine later on, but we've got some amazing, powerful, powerhouse women on our show today. Straight after the break, we're going to be speaking with Judy and uh from Crowd Media, Judy Sahay. Sahay, am I saying that right? Sahay. Oh, such a, such a, it's a it's a sultry name. Well, I love you it. wait I love till it. you see her when you see I know she's a hottie. Oh, she's uh, a hottie. You're listening to Brimbank Live on Live FM with Sonia and Sasha for Real Show. Across the neighborhood and across the world, you're listening to Brimbank Live. Across Australia and around the world on Brimbank Live, Live FM, Sonia and Sasha for Real. Uh, you're listening to Brimbank Live on Live FM. This is the Sonia and Sasha for Real show. We have a powerful, powerhouse, packed show full of amazing women. And this first friend of ours, amazing woman, is quite incredible, Ooh. Sasha. You need to tell us who this is and, and all about the beautiful Judy. Okay, so take a breath when I read this resume <laughs> out for you. Okay, so she's the winner of the top 50 influencers of Australia, top 100 smart women of Australia, Top women in media. She's constantly quoted in the media. She has just won the Google Women in Tech Award for 2020. She's mm-hmm. always featured in news.com. She's been mm-hmm. in the Qantas magazine. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you get to the Qantas magazine, you're everything. If you're in the Qantas <laughs> magazine for right now, no one's reading it. But anyway. <laughs> it's online. In, it's online, right? I mean, if you get to She's in CEO magazine, and guess what? She hangs out with Richard Branson. Can we give hey. a round of applause to Judy Sands? Hello, ladies. Hello. <laughs> Sash, thank I you mean. so much for the intro. Um, yeah, no, wow, really flattered. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the sh- um the opportunity, ladies. Um, yeah, really glad to be on the show. And uh, do you, yeah, do you actually it. even believe your own resume sometimes? Like, can you believe it? Well, it's really funny because I actually didn't realize half of that stuff um, because, yeah, it sort of happened, you know, a while ago. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, it's not really where my focus is. So, Well, well when you great, Google great you, that's have, what comes you know, up. Right? That's what happens when you Google you. All of that stuff comes up. And now, hang on a sec. So th- we need to tell everyone how we actually know each other. I was introduced <laughs> to you because I went to school with your BF. <laughs> And um, yeah, he wants yeah. me to make sure that he drills you, but the truth is, I think that you know, I'm keeping you, even if it, uh, even if it's he gives you the, I'm taking you with me. Not Sounds that he's going to give you. Look at Sonia's eyes are like going, "What? The? He's not giving you the flick." But let me tell you, if he ever did, he'd have to you deal know with me. I don't know, Sash. No, I'm just telling you, right? I'm, taking, I'm always taking you with me. Now, hang on a sec. I need to ask you, what does it actually feel like? Because Believe it or not, you are actually really powerful within the media. Like people listen to what you say, especially like with this whole new women in tech stuff. What does it actually feel like to be that? Um, look, I don't actually feel that I'm a powerful woman. Like I know I know that's what, you know, this show is all about, but I just feel like um, I'm just a woman that loves cheese. Like if you ask Troy, like I, I'm a very ordinary person. I love business. Um, I want to help, you know, other entrepreneurs, but I don't... Um, 
you know, I don't call out myself as a powerful woman or anything like that. You know, it's just something that, you know, that we do as women, we want to help other businesses. We want to grow our business. We want to leave something behind. So it doesn't make a difference um, for me personally. Um, it doesn't, you know, so I don't really feel anything different, but um, yeah, I'm well, just that's doing really humble. That's humble to know that because, you know, you've achieved incredible things and it actually takes a lot of resilience. So like, tell us, because, you know, obviously not every day is going to be perfect. So, and to be able to get those awards, it really must show that you've been resilient. Tell us like some of the things on what it really means for you to be resilient. Look, I think the only thing that I really, truly have that's really going for me is resilience. Like, I think that, um, you know, business is really hard work. I mean, to, you know, start a concept um, and bring it to sort of fruition, it, it's it's really tough. So I think like running the business for the last seven years has taught me many things. And I think the main thing here is to be, you know, to be resilient, like things are going to go bad, things are going to go up, down, um, you know, pear-shaped all the time. So I think like being able to have that sort of motivation to drive towards a particular target, like I think what I really have is like, I know where I want to be. I know where, where I want to be in five years, 10 years, 20 years. Um, I know how to get there. I think like the motivation is that. So if I fall down, I just get up and just keep going. I think that resilience is sort of innate as well. I think you, you're sort of have it or you don't. Um, but I, I was, you know, brought up in a really good household that, you know, we always kept going. We came from um, sort of middle-class family. My grandma was one of my biggest motivations growing up. Um, she's always said to me, be courageous, you know, just just go after your dreams. And I think that for me, it's always like, um, it's only finished when you're dead, I suppose, right? Like, uh, you know, so until that time, I think there's there's a lot you can do and keep going. So um, I think resilience is sort of, for me, it's, it's something that it's, it's innate and it's who I am. And uh, I remember when you first, like when COVID first hit, you were one of the first people that said, oh, you know, like, you know, everyone was saying this is doom and gloom and how's it going to affect businesses? And straight away you actually just said, this stuff really excites me. It means that we've got to go and think outside the square. It means that we need to be really positive yeah. and really yeah. innovative with business. And you were one of the first people to come out in the media to say that. And I thought that that was um, that was really resilient because when everybody else was just being really negative, you were being really positive about it. Mm -hmm. Look, I think COVID and recession is a massive opportunity for us as, as you know, as entrepreneurs. I think that it's an opportunity for us to think differently, to think outside the box, not copy what we've been doing for the last sort of 10, 20 years. I think um, if you look at some of the biggest companies in the world right now, they all started at the back of a recession. Um, that alone is enough for us to, you know, push forward and go through with, you know, things that are happening in our business at the moment. So I think like, um, I think as Josh Frydenberg mentioned uh, last week that, you know, nine out of 10 businesses currently are going through a digital transformation. Like for us, this is so exciting because this is, you know, the field that I'm in. Um, I think that, you know, COVID has presented many opportunities for businesses to really pivot. I hate that word pivot, but I'm going to use it. Same. I try not to use it, but it's it's one of those things that just keeps coming up. But um, yeah. I, I just, I truly believe that we're in a really good time. Um, it is sad that some businesses have been, you know, impacted quite badly. And this is an opportunity for them to sort of either hibernate or innovate. They're the two options that you really have. So, um, so tell us about crowd media. What do you do? What's your daily life like? Tell us about uh, what you're up to. 
daily life, it's, yeah, look, it's all over the place at the moment. I'm always busy with different meetings and stuff. And especially with Zoom now, I think, I think you spend more time on Zoom now than you used to spend on meetings. But um, look, Crowd Media is a digital agency. We started about six, seven years ago. Um, we help businesses with strategy, content creation, um, you know, sort of building their online reputation is, is really where we are. Mm. Um, at the back of that, we sort of have uh, two other verticals. One is Crowd Inc., which is an online news media publication, which is getting about 40 million um, page views a month, um, which is wow. quite incredible. And um, we also have a new startup that's launching in a couple of weeks as well, um, sort of in the gig economy space. Um, and that's really exciting as well. It's called CrowdShare. So, yeah, that's mm. in a nutshell what we do. That's incredible, Judy. Well, I know that you've been so kind to offer that if one of our listeners are actually in a business, you would profile them in on your um on your platform. And I just want to say thank you so much to to be able to give them the opportunity to do that. How would they? How are we gonna? How are we gonna give this away? How are we gonna do something like that? Sure. Could it be someone follow us and then they comment and make sure that they use a quote of something that you've said on our social media platform, and then we'll put you in contact with them. Yeah, sure, sure. Look, so I think so when COVID hit, we actually opened the doors for a lot of um, small businesses and particularly Victoria because we are going through that lockdown um, still. So we're basically um, offering uh, any small business that's currently impacted by COVID um, to get a feature in one of our news publications, whether it's Crowd Inc or Head Honcho. Um, it's more of a 400 word editorial feature. Our team will write a little story about your business and what you do and also get you in front of, you know, um, millions of people. So, um, yeah, so wow. that we'll love to help anyone. Um, if you want to have that opportunity, I think jump onto Sonia and Sasha's Facebook page, um, the Instagram, and maybe leave a comment on how you're sort of pivoting during COVID or how you're, you know, becoming resilient during this time. And, you know, we'll love to choose one person and give you guys this opportunity. Oh, Judy, it's incredible. Thank you. So you've actually noticed that there's been a whole, and you've got some stats on women in business have actually risen during COVID. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was reading this the, um, the other day. So currently 39% of um, Australian businesses actually run by women, which is really wow, incredible. Wow, like, that's cool. And um, I don't, look, don't quote me on this one, but I heard recently that there's been a massive increase in startups since COVID. So I don't know mm. what the is exactly, but there's been a massive increase because what's happening is that, I mean, if you got retrenched, you're likely to start your own business because you're sick and tired of having to work for somebody else and trying to, you know, prove yourself and sort of, you know, um, sort of thing. So I think a lot of people are trying to start their own little side hustle, as they call it. Side hustle is like a new term that's sort of coming out. Um, I think that, you know, entrepreneurs, um, are the future like that's that's my thing like for me I, I just see so many people coming out of this COVID um, situation and um, starting you know incredible businesses and I think that that's something that I want to be part of and support these small businesses along the way. So, so going on that what would you actually have um, in terms of advice for a startup at the moment given what's going on globally what would you say to a young entrepreneur who comes to you and says okay I've got this idea? Look, I, I'm a firm believer you have to go for it. Like, you just got to do it. Like, there's no point thinking about it and wondering if it's going to work or not. I reckon just just do it. Like, just get on with it. Um, you know, set up a website. You know, like right now, social media is so cheap. Like, to advertise your products and services, it's not like 10 years ago where you had to go to a media agency and try to get on TV or radio and things like that. Right now, everyone has opportunity to promote their business. So digital transformation is going to be a big thing in 2021. So if you're a business, I strongly encourage you to set up a digital strategy, have something in plan for um, in terms of promoting your products and services. So I think like 
for an aspiring entrepreneur, my advice would be just just do it, just go for it. Um, yeah, it's not that hard to set up a business these days. You know, you can have it's you, you, you don't even need to have a website. Um, that's not what I encourage. Mm. But you, know, you can even have a Facebook page to start off with and offer your services that way. So yeah. it's really cheap. Uh, to start and fail as well if you need to and then learn from that. Uh, I love the fact that you're actually mm. saying it's okay to fail because a lot of people would be saying straight up, uh, what if I fail, I can't do this, you know, and, and actually stopping themselves from going ahead with that. Do you know what I love the most about being an entrepreneur? One of the things and being a young person, being an entrepreneur is that we're almost taking off the focus of saying a young people, a young person coming out of school and being a job seeker, but now they're turning into a job creator. So yeah, not only are they that. then, yeah. not only are they then being able to start, give themselves some sort of career, but they're actually creating opportunities for other people to have a career. And I love that because that's, that's the way that we're all expanding and yeah. we're being able to do that. That's really cool. Yeah, love Thank that. you so much. It has been an absolute blessing having you here. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you so much. You've been absolutely beautiful. And we've loved seeing your shoulders because you are one hot girl that is one powerhouse in business. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. Cheers. Uh, Judy Sahay from Crowd Media. You're listening to the Sonia and Sasha For Real Show and Brim Bank Live on Live FM. You're listening to Brim Bank Live. Across Australia and around the world, and bring Bank Live, Live FM, Sunday and Sunday. For real. <laughs> Oh, you're listening to Bring Bank Live on Live FM. This is the Sonia and Sasha For Real show. And we are this week featuring incredible women who are in our lives. We are so lucky and so blessed to have this um, these incredible bunch of inspiring kick butt women. And this woman is just, she's one of the best in the business. And she's got something that's really different. Yeah, amazing absolutely. woman I love has this. created an entire company to make us laugh. And you know what? We love that stuff, Sash, because yes. we laugh all the time. We laugh every day. We find laughter in everything. And we need the we need the beat button for Loz because she comes up with this fantastic stuff which says yeah. naughty words. Oh, very, very naughty words. Like the, the king of nerdy words, she <laughs> will use those words all the time. And that's why we think it's funny because deep down inside we think exactly like her. So absolutely, we absolutely we do. not deep down inside, right at the surface, right, right here, right here. Surface. It's just about to come out of our mouths. <laughs> we have Laurie, who is the CEO of the Inappropriate Gift Company. Woo! Hey, we Laurie. Hi, girls. We love it because on the screen we, we film all of our um, all of our shows every week. On the screen, your name is Laurie the Legend. Laurie the Legend. That's <laughs> we love it. <laughs> What's going on? You just told us that you're living life in, in New South Wales. You're actually going out to cafes and drinking coffees and having haircuts. We're very jelly. We are so lucky. We are so lucky. Everything's open. We still have to be social distancing, but you can mm. get takeaways, go swimming. Um, yeah, we're very lucky. And I feel so sorry for anyone down there in Melbourne. Um, you girls have got it, got it hard. Actually, yeah. do you really feel sorry for us? Like, are you actually thinking? <laughs> well, not you do, no. Because I've actually I been wondering, like, is the rest of the country really actually thinking about us and really feeling sorry for us? Or no, are they just we kind of don't going, care. We yeah, don't yeah, That's right. That's that's right. And I love it, the fact that you actually can get to say <laughs> the truth with us. Now, do you know what this is? How we've actually found you is just, is one of those, again, miracle things that Sonia and I have this in common thing together. 
So I start, I don't know how, but I started following you a couple of years ago. So when you were first at the start of your business, Sonia was also following you as well. And then one day, I remember we were in the car Mm -hmm. and one of us both went, I need to tell you something and I need to tell you this. And she Mm -hmm. said, I've been following this company called the Inappropriate Gift Company. And so she says, so have I. And that we actually found you by ourselves individually Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. came together and both went on the same time. We need to make friends with this chick because this chick is a legend. Like the stuff, it's almost like you're speaking our language. You're talking to us. So tell us about Inappropriate Gift Company. How did it start? What is, what's it all about for those sure. listeners? Um, well, before the Inappropriate Gift Company, I was an HR manager. So I spent 25 years. I can't years imagine it. Loz, I can't no. imagine you in HR because you are the least HR-ish person, I think, in the world. Yeah. They did say I was the most inappropriate HR manager they had ever met. <laughs> 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 is that where you got the name from <laughs> and I'm surprised I lasted so long to be honest um but working in HR I just came back and everything I wanted to say out loud but couldn't I would put either in a mem or a meme or you know I just had all these ideas so it actually started from a social page so I just made up my own memes and things first and then I started to have some um had have some laughs with products and uh, I needed a product, I needed a gift for my brother in the UK who's probably got the same sarcastic sense of humour as me and I couldn't find really? anything online. Yeah. So I decided to make something. Um, and at that stage he was going through a particularly bad time at work and so I just sent him a mug and a mouse pad that said, I really love my job, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and from there on, I all these ideas, so I'd go to work during the day um, and, you know, maybe mediate between, you know, Karen and accounts and Sheila, um, <laughs> you know, in marketing. And then I would come home and I would just, that's where the inspiration came from. And um, one of my mugs, so I just set up a Facebook store and a really basic website. And I'm not tech, tech guru at all. Um, and one of my mugs went viral and it hit something like, 15 million views oh in- wow wow um can you tell us what it had on it like without yeah. swearing without, can you tell- sure so it said i'm not being very talky today oh and then, yeah yet yeah, the next line was off you and there was a swear word yeah yeah and um so i'm still going to work without telling them that on the side i'm running this business and meanwhile i have got all these orders coming in for this particular mug to the point where I actually couldn't fulfill all the orders. So I had to actually shut my website down um, because I couldn't actually fulfill all the orders that was that wow. was coming in. Wow. And that's incredible. From that, from that moment on, I suddenly realized that hey, you know, this is this is, doesn't have to be just a hobby. Um, I could actually make this work. So I then put some real effort into it and created a proper website and and set up the business and uh yeah it's just gone from strength to strength there's so many people out there that share my warped sense of humor who knew <laughs> you know what we all do and those of those people who say that they don't are lying do you know what Loz that that mug that you the very first one that you made my little um seven-year-old proudly gets up onto the cupboard and pulls that mug out all the time and gets himself a hot chocolate and walks around with it just shoves it in our faces I'm not feeling very talky today off you mm. and that's my seven-year-old so that's what's happening in our house going well um I love it he loves it my my son's actually walking around with a little book that says um ideas or names of people I want to stab and and that's his drawing book right now so you know what I mean 
We're full supporters in We're these two households here, Loz. Absolutely. You should see my new colouring book. That's what they need to get hold oh. of. Oh. That worries me. That worries me. Right? <laughs> it should. It should. I think it takes doodling to a whole nother level or something like that, really. <laughs> Good job, Sarge. Good job. Um, so you were on Shark Tank. Tell us about that. Yeah. So exciting. So um I actually went on or I applied just as a laugh. I didn't actually think I'd get on. <laughs> I just thought it would be funny just to even put put the uh, business proposal forward. Yes. And I had to go through a couple of auditions and I finally got on there in front of the sharks. And I must say they're all lovely people. Um, it was a bit nerve wracking because normally I go bright red and get hives when I have to do any public speaking. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, um, and that you literally just go there and you've got, You've got to say your piece. There's no editing. You've just got to go. And it's, it takes about an hour and they do question you. Um, wow. Luckily, I've done my research. And, yeah. Um, yeah, they loved the products. You know, they couldn't film most of them because a lot of them <laughs> it's a family show. Um, but I got offers from all five of them, actually, um, oh. which was amazing. And I ended up wanting to go with Naomi because course, she's in the yes. business um, yes. and, you know, that was a no-brainer for me so after the show we met um and I was lucky enough to work with Naomi for a year in her offices as part of the group that she has so she mentored me um she allowed me you know insights into how they do business and it was such a valuable experience um I loved it absolutely loved it so that means that you quit your HR job and you went full on in inappropriate gifts I did yeah I did. I said goodbye to HR and they were fully supportive. You know, they said, look, you you know, this is a fantastic idea. You go for it. Um, and that was quite a difficult, well, it wasn't a difficult decision, but once you've made that switch to inappropriate gifts, it's going to be very hard that failed to ever go back into HR. Um, mm. Because obviously, you know, um, well, for obvious reasons. So I had to, I had to be completely sure, but then, you know, as we said before, what's the worst that can happen? If it doesn't work out, you go back into the corporate world. You haven't lost anything. Um, so, yes, I so now work full time as the CEO, the chief expletive officer of the airport. <laughs> <laughs> we love that. Now, I need to ask you, how do you even come up with your material? Oh, I've got a strange sense of humour, I think, like you girls have. Um and it comes very easily. Definitely. It comes very easily. Um, but what I am lucky is I have a number of Facebook groups um, and a lot of it comes from either conversations because my target market is is me. So I'm part of the target market, you know, between mm-hmm. the ages of 40 and 60 females um, that, are prob- that are mothers and that have an inappropriate sense of humour. So if you spend your time talking to those kinds of people, we get all sorts of material. So mm. I've got a Facebook group called Inappropriate Mums. Um, we've got the Inappropriate Gift Co. Um, I get so much material from from my friends um, and social media, but most of it comes from my brain. I'm just a bit weird. I'm a bit. <laughs> Do you know I what love I love? That. I love because you give everybody the space to be able to say what they're actually thinking. I mean, mm. you know, especially as mums, like. You know, I, I mean, it goes without saying that you adore your kids and you'd put everything, you know, on the on the line for your kids. But there are absolutely days when you cannot stand it and you hate every moment of it. And you've really given it us a space to say it's okay to feel like yeah. this and and feel like this about the people in your life, especially in this lockdown. And 
I don't have to make an almost an excuse for them going, hey, I just want to tell you, I love my kids, but right now they're annoying me or, mm-hmm. or right now all of these things. So, it's, you know, you give us that, that space to be free. And I think that's part of the, one of the reasons the Inappropriate Mums group is quite popular is, you know, when you have a Facebook account, there's stuff that you you see that make you laugh. You think, oh, I can't share that because <laughs> the mums at school will see it or, you know. Time. Or my mother-in-law will see it or the mums at school will think that, you know, I'm, I'm not a great mum or, or whatever. But you actually then share it with your little posse, you know, via instant messenger or something. Yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. I know you'll laugh at this, but I can't post it. So that really is what needs to come out, you know. Um, people just realising that humour is sometimes the only way and the best way to, to deal with things, you know. Like, as you may know, last year was a dodgy year for me. I had a health problems I got cancer I had to go through Mm. chemo the only thing that got me through it was humor and and other people that shared the same sense of humor as me and sometimes I we forget just how important humor is Mm. in in just dealing with life in general absolutely Sonia and I don't forget because that is the one way that we survive on a daily basis Mm. we laugh and if we're not laughing with each other we're making sure that we're watching something funny we're following funny memes where, um, you know, we're watching comedy stuff and any, and when we always say there are no limits to what you can laugh at. Like there's not, you don't have to ever come back and say, sorry, did I go too far? Like a couple of times we'll go, did I go too far? You're like, nah, you can <laughs> never go too far. Like there's nothing off limits on what it is that you can laugh at because yeah. that's actually another way of having therapy. So it's it almost like, well, there's nothing, people go, oh, well, there's nothing off limits of what you can angry be angry about, but that's socially yeah. acceptable. But what are you saying that it's not sociably socially acceptable for me to be able to laugh at that i need to for my own self Mm. mental health really yes Mm. yeah and even if it's just with us you know that's okay it doesn't doesn't have to be with because there's some people who don't get it but then that's so freeing when you hang out with people who you can just laugh at everything with and it's so laurie how are you feeling are you okay tell us about your health now because i mean yeah, no. all, all good. So the year, <sighs> the last year has, it was difficult. Um, yeah. but, so I found a lump. I got it tested. It was malignant. I had chemo, radiation, surgery. Um, a year is up and all that treatment's finished and I feel fantastic. Yay! Um, Yay! That's so good. good. That is beautiful. And, so good. And just, it just gave me almost a kick up the bum that I needed to right. really realise what's important in life. Yeah. Um, and just as importantly, what's not important. And uh, it's just, it's a shame that it took that for me. Um, but really, it's the same for all of us, you know, at the yeah. end of the day. Um, and I think this lockdown tells us this as well, that really what's important is our loved ones um, and having a laugh and just really, you know, not sweating the small stuff because mm, we're not getting so out true. of this life. We've only got one life. So we might as well enjoy the hell out of it. So Sonia, true. I think and she's I think, talking to us really like that. That's been totally. like a therapy session in itself. I need to ask you, Laurie, how do you deal with people that get offended by some of the stuff that yeah. you put out there? It used to bother me. Um, I used to think there were a few comments, especially on social media, especially with some of my products saying, oh, I can't be a good mum, you know, and that used to get to me. And there's trolls as well. Um, but someone said to me that the, the more successful you are, the mm. more criticism you're going to get so Mm. think about that and think about the more criticism you get that just means you're you're successful so now I think to myself not everyone's going to get it and I don't actually want everyone to get it because that means that I'm not really playing to to my niche you know if you try Mm. and please everybody you end up pleasing nobody so Mm. as long as 
the people that I love and, and my target market and my little posse love what I do. I don't, it doesn't bother me anymore. Good. It doesn't bother me anymore. Oh, I love that you are staying absolutely true to yourself. You are an absolute gem. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for making us laugh and yes. laugh and laugh and laugh. I love your energy. And you it just welcome, gets dirtier girl. and dirtier as it comes. And I just love that. Bring That's it where we can find all you. We find you, Loz. Um, so at the inappropriategiftco.com is um, all my products. Uh, but don't go online if you are offended by swear words. Um, <laughs> there'll be a few on there. Um, and please, you know, can join my socials at Inappropriate Gift for Instagram and Facebook, the Inappropriate Gift Co. You epitomize a powerful woman, a woman who's kicked cancer in the butt and said, See you later, and you know, who's just living their life in the best possible way with lots of laughter. And we love you, Loz. So please Thank go you. and check out all of her beautiful products and um and get into the posse because it's a good place to be. We love being in your posse. We love girl. that. <laughs> thank you thank you for being our friend because we've Thanks, loved well. our relationship with you thank you oh so well, it's much. quite difficult being your friend thank you bye across australia and around the world and bring bank live live fm sonia and sasha for real we are so, so, so happy that you've been joining us on Brimbank Clive and Live FM, the Sonia and Sasha for Real show. Wow. Sonia and Sasha serious section is coming right up, but we've got a funny lady, a funny lady who's one of our mates. And you know what time of the year it is, Sash? It is getting ready for exams time. Exam time for year 12s. Year 12s, year 11s, there's lots of studying going on. They've had a shocking year. It's been hideous for them trying to keep themselves motivated and and, you know, involved in their studies and actually caring about anything really because they've lost all their fun stuff. Um, and we have an expert who is such a brilliant woman, teacher, nurturer, our favourite teacher because we both first, the first teacher. First teacher that we could This lady. We went, right, we need to get the incredible teacher. Deb. Deb Williams. Williams. Welcome. A Deb, you brilliant woman. How are you? coping yeah. <laughs> I think that's in the vocab this year isn't it how are you doing I'm hanging in there I'm coping it's no longer yeah I'm good it's like I'm, I'm all right now Deb What's I going- want to tell everyone what your title is because yes. this is this is is a beautiful title that you have actually mm. been given you mm. are the career and pathways discovery coordinator how mm. did one get that title mm. very professional. Uh, well I didn't make that title up um, <laughs> previous principal uh, at Colby Catholic College in Greenvale um, added the extra programs discovery components uh, about four or five years ago now and it's just stuck Um, because I suppose careers coordination and investigation um, has has evolved over time and it's it's you know going more than just applying for courses and things like that you're actually looking at careers over a, a length of time now um, and the pathway to, to, to get onto that is all about discovering. So it's about building those skills up in the students as well. But once they've left school, they've got those life skills in them that they're able to continue on that journey to move into various careers as they go forward in life as well. 
Oh, look at that. I love the way that you are so passionate about working with your students. I mean, we need to say, just honestly, Sonia, collectively, we need to mm-hmm. say a huge thank you to mm-hmm. all the teachers and all the hard work that they have done in the last six months. I mean, just figuring out how to even teach in this particular online platform and mm. how to even connect with them and keep them engaged on a daily basis with things all the time. Like how difficult has that been? I'm like... I just want to say thank you so much for all your hard work because not only you've had to discover how you can actually connect with them, but you've got to work out the technology too. Mm. What's that been? Someone of my age, um, when I first started teaching, we had typewriters. Um, And (laughs) you sort of had one standalone computer in the staff room that you were able to access ad hocly. Uh, And now we've gone to, you know, everyone's got their own device. You can can teach from a mobile phone. Um, Mm. So there's been a big learning curve throughout the last 25 years for me, but in particular the last six months. um, At the end of term one, I was actually unwell and I was just about to come back to school um, after having a few days off and we went straight into lockdown. And I was like, what? What What do you mean? (laughs) We're going into lockdown. We're going to have to teach remotely. I don't know how to do a Zoom class. I don't know how to add students in. I'd miss those PD lessons that my school ran just before um, the end of term back in March. And um, when we started up in term four, I was like, thank God that there is these mediums out there now because the internet has been amazing. There's so many online support groups, um, some amazing innovative teachers that have put together subject-based support groups that you can join into. Mm. There's a Victorian Teachers Online group um, that just share ideas. You can go on without being judged and put a question out there saying, I need to run parent-teacher interviews. Um, We're really unsure how to do it. How have other schools done this in the past? Oh, wow. Um, And, yeah, look, the, the online support group from other teachers and colleagues and um, organisations have been amazing and it's virtually all been free as well. Everyone's just wanted to jump on board and help out the teaching profession but also help all of our students, help all of our kids um, mm. get through what we initially thought was going to be a few weeks and then yes. you know, all of a sudden, six months later, we're, we're still here, hopefully for one more week. Um, but it's, it's keeping that momentum going and that innovation going because we want those students to be engaged. We want our kids to continue that learning journey. So speaking of the students, how do you think they're coping? How are you feeling that they're all going at the moment? From a secondary school point of view, I have a lot to do with the, the older year levels and mm. there's a lot of stress and there's a lot of trepidation mm. um, and a lot of unknowns. They feel really hard done by and justifiably so. Yeah. Um, they've missed all of those life events. Um mm like their 18s and getting their driver's mm-hmm. license. So they feel really unfair, fairly dealt. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think they're like us now. They're starting to see the end of the tunnel. They can see that the light's getting brighter. And um, like what Judy and Laurie were saying yesterday, it's also about the language that you use with people. And mm. society says you have to have an 18. doesn't mean I can't have a 19. doesn't mm. mean, oh, it's... Saturday the 2nd of February or whatever date it is, I'm just going to have mm. a get-together and a party and celebrate me because I'm a wonderful person. Yeah, uh, We've set these past celebrations 
um, ourselves, 18th, 21st, 40th, those kind of things. Um, you know, many people have missed out on baby showers, engagements, mm. weddings, things like that. We can celebrate whenever we like. And I think that's, that's one right. thing to come out of this um, situation and pandemic is that, you know, we when we get, are able to get out and, and enjoy what was our normal life, um, we can celebrate whatever we like and, and have joy out of everyone's um, company being with us again. So, yeah, look, I think there's a number of students that have really struggled um, and I would implore them to use the support systems that are in place for them, um, mm. wellbeing teams in every school. It doesn't have to be a member of the wellbeing team. Every student generally connects with one staff member. Um, so it can be that teacher. It could be the the art um, person that goes in and helps set up the, mm. the art classrooms, the science lab technician. There's generally one person at school that everyone connects with. Um, and if they're in the wellbeing team, that's great. If not, just go and talk to another adult um, mm. because often getting those feelings out, realising that your what you're feeling is actually okay is a big step in that in that next process. Um, yep. And if there's further steps that need to be taken, then there's ways that that can be followed and, and set up and, some, and further support structures put in place as well. So tell us, what about teachers? Like how are teachers actually coping? I mean, this is a lot for you as well. I like a lot, of a lot of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True story. Absolutely. And a lot of like sneaky little food right under the computer where nobody actually can see. And the minute no one's all going, oh, I'm going to be putting that in my mouth. <laughs> oh, and I honestly think that. Um, Have you been wearing pants to your class? Well, I was just about to touch on that. I think we've all been doing the news newsreader dress code. So it's yes. Party <laughs> down the bottom. Party down below. <laughs> No idea how I'm going to put proper shoes on. I've yes. Slippers or runners for the last six months. Yes. And, and same. Runners not that often. I've been in my slippers basically for the last six months. I don't know how my feet are going to go back. <laughs> um, yeah. True story. Back at school again. So yeah. Look. As I said, we've got a lot of support online through um, our colleagues, uh, which has been amazing. I've been really lucky at school. Um, Colby's has sent care packs home to us. They just oh. on Thursday, Friday afternoon. Every single staff member got a care pack. Um, wow. that, did tequila come in that or vodka? Or was, was anything <laughs> like that in there? <laughs> it was chocolates, which was probably not the <laughs> what we needed in a sense for our waistline, but they were very <laughs> Um, we've had morning teas online. We've still celebrated zero birthday. Oh. Had zero birthday in lockdown. And oh. you know, we had online morning teas where everyone got on and said happy birthday. And there was a you know, special individual speech for the recipient of that zero birthday. We celebrated um, maternity leaves. So we've kept those celebrations going, which I think was really important. So, Beautiful. yeah, I think with Mo, and I would, say it's not just teachers with most organizations um we've relied on each other even more so uh in this online environment than than what you do face to face so it's been it's been really great 
Brilliant, Deb. Thank you so much for sharing those tips. It's so important. I think just the, the main point is to reach out, reach out to anybody, you know, whoever you feel like you can vibe with, if you're struggling, and we all are, is to reach out and, you know, and and go and be kind to our year 12 students who are going through, you know, about to go through their exams under really crazy circumstances. So this Wednesday, so um, um, that'll be their first opportunity back on site for many students Yeah, uh, since one. July, really, which is a big one. And then they're exams start Tuesday the 10th of November so my only advice would be is make sure you know your key knowledge make sure Mm. you know the key skills that you're going to be addressed um, assessed on and all of that they can access um, via the study designs that are on the VCAR website so they've got it they've just got to remember that they've got got it all there and and keep that calmness and are slippers acceptable at exams now? Can you bring, can you wear your slippers? Well, I've many students in the past turn up in slippers and pajamas to exams. So and just chucked a windshader on top. Whatever wear works. What you do you. Has Whatever a works. That you have to turn up in uniform. Wear what you feel comfortable with. Ah, love You're going to be totally in the room for a, a fairly length of time. So you know, I've always said layer up because you don't want to get too hot, you don't want to get too cold. Wear what you feel comfortable with. Yeah. Wonderful. Amazing tips, Deb. Thank you so much for being on our show today and being our voice of reason for, for our young people. And, and uh, we appreciate all the love and support that you put into teaching. We've seen you in action. You're incredible. Such Thank warmth you. that comes from you. And you're doing a brilliant job, all of our teachers. Sash, what a show. Massive show, packed with incredible women we've got another big show next week we've got somebody from the polished uh oh actually we've got someone really cool next week from the polished man campaign you'll look out for uh archie thompson on our socials during the week champion soccer player we've got somebody from new york back at our new york minute segment we've got so much going on enjoy your week enjoy some sunshine one more week of homeschooling sasha we're out of here oh i can't (laughs) wait to get out of here have the best week everyone you've been listening to the sonia and sasha for real show Brim Bank Live and Live FM. We'll see you next week. Sonia and Sasha, for real.